0: on here doom along everybody it's your boy Bukani coming to you with another episode of the Home for Our Podcast the Home for Our Podcast you know you know what it is my man it's like a heart to heart yeah heart to heart conversation sometimes we can cry sometimes you can laugh sometimes we can we can laugh but most importantly most important we share we share i we share i mean myself share yeah sometimes i might have someone to come but yeah that is uh that is that is uh that is the intro me. but anyways yeah so today we're gonna do something absolutely different uh not really absolutely different but yeah it's something nice it's something else i gotta i gotta I got something nice for you guys i got something nice for you. so today we're gonna be listening to a small part small part of born a crime story i'm not sure if it's a story or something you know born a, uh, born a crime story by mr you know i'm gonna go through his titles right now Comedian, extraordinaire, funny man with the funny bones, and the guy who is the in hey. hi is Mister Trevor Noah, the host of the daily this daily social distancing show. You know it. If you don't know it, it's, yeah, now now you know where to find it. So I'm just going li- to be listening to my uh, the last moments. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want you guys to spend hours here. So I'm just going li- to be listening maybe almost like 30 minutes or four, 15 minutes. Like towards the last part. Towards the last part. Because I started watching it yesterday. It's three hours long yeah it's an incredible incredible story and a very detailed one about trevor his family and most importantly and most importantly his mother and after having having watched uh, after having listened to the whole story the bon- bonbona crime story i am hi hi his mom is amazing he's so Hey, I, I, do, I don't have any i don't have any words anyways yeah so it's just uh the last moments yeah last moments because i'm watching it on youtube i was watching it on youtube so i'm gonna be listening it from youtube i hope uh, there's no more copyright what what I'm listening from YouTube, but my Google that watch me. I'm watching it from YouTube. It's there. There's no copyright. I'm giving credit to the creator and the person. You know, I'm gonna even credit the person. Um, the where with the channel, the book, books you like, books you like. Yeah. Oh, so it's a book. The book, yeah, Bone Crime, the book. So the channel. You should check out his books, you like. And whilst you're also on YouTube, you can probably check my channel, it's Bukanya ML. Yeah, but anyways, that's where you can find the Born Again uh, the one a Crimes uh, book. Sorry, audio book. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Without further ado, and without wasting any more of your time, let's get right into it. Ah, uh, The Born, A Crime Story by Mr. Trevor Noah. I was
1: blessed with another trait I inherited from my mother. Her ability gets the pain in life. I remember the thing that caused the trauma, but I don't hold on to the trauma. I never let the memory of something painful prevent me from trying something new. If you think too much about the ass-kicking your mom gave you, the ass-kicking that life gave you, You'll stop pushing the boundaries and breaking the rules. It's better to take it, spend some time crying, then wake up the next day and move on. You'll have a few bruises, and they'll remind you of what happened, and that's okay. But after a while, the bruises fade, and they fade for a reason. Because now, it's time to get up to some shit again. I grew up in a black family, in a black neighborhood, in a black country. I've traveled to other black cities and black countries all over the black continent. And in all of that time, I've yet to find a place where black people like cats. One of the biggest (laughs) reasons for that, as we know in South Africa, is that only witches have cats. And all cats are witches. There was a famous incident during an Orlando Pirates soccer match a few years ago. A cat got into the stadium and ran through the crowd and out onto the pitch in the middle of the game. A security guard, seeing the cat, Did what any sensible black person would do. He said to himself, That cat is a witch. He caught the cat and live on TV, he kept it and stomped it and beat it to death with a shambok, hard leather whip. It was front page news all over the country. White people lost their shit. Oh my word, it was insane. (laughs) The security guard was arrested and put on trial and found guilty of animal abuse. He had to pay some enormous fine to avoid spending several months in jail. What was ironic to me was that white people had spent years seeing video of black people being beaten to death by other white people. Uh-huh. But this one video of a black man kicking a cat, that's what sent them over the edge. I mean, black yeah. people were just confused. They didn't see any problem with what the man did. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay. obviously, that cat was a witch. Yeah, How else would a cat know how to get onto a soccer pitch? Hey. Somebody sent it to jinx one of the teams. Mm-hmm. That man had to
0: kill the cat. cats. Black he was black protecting legend. the players.
1: In South Africa, black people have dogs. Yes. Seven. Fufi. Fufi. A month after we moved to Eden Park, my mother brought home two cats. Black cats. Black ah. cats. of kittens she was trying to get rid of and my mom ended up with two i was excited because i've never had a pet before my mom was excited because she loves animals she didn't believe in any nonsense about cats mm-hmm. it was just another way in which she was a rebel refusing to conform to ideas about what black people did and didn't do mm-hmm. in a black neighborhood
0: That's you wouldn't mom
1: dare mom. On a cat,
0: awesome. especially a black cat that would be like
1: wearing a sign that said hello i am a witch that would be suicide. Since we'd moved to a colored neighborhood, my mom thought the cats would be okay. Once they were grown, we let them out during the day to roam the neighborhood. Then, we came home one evening and found the cats strung up by their tails from our front gate, gutted and skinned. Their heads chopped off. On our front wall, someone had written in off her cards, Hex. with Colored people apparently were no more progressive than black people on the issue of cats. I wasn't exactly devastated about the cats. I don't think we'd had them long enough for me to get attached. I don't even remember their names. And cats are dicks for the most part. As much as I tried, they never felt like real pets. They never showed me affection, nor did they accept any of mine. Had the cats made more of an effort, I might have felt like I'd lost something. But even as a kid, at these dead, mutilated animals, I was like, Well, there you have it. Maybe if they'd been nicer, they could have avoided this. After the cats were killed, we took a break from pets for a while. Then, we got dogs. Dogs are cool. Almost every black family I knew had a dog. No matter how poor you were, you had a dog. White people treat dogs like children or members of the family. Black people's dogs are more for protection. A poor man's alarm system. You buy a dog, (laughs) and you keep it out in the yard. Black people name dogs by their traits. If it has stripes, you call it tiger. tiger. If it's vicious, you call it danger. Danger. Has spots, you call it Swan. Given the finite number of traits a dog can have, pretty much everyone's dogs have the same names. People just recycle them. We never had dogs in Soweto. Then one day, some lady at my mom's work offered us two puppies. They weren't plant puppies. This woman's Maltese poodle had been impregnated by the bull terrier from next door. A strange mix. My mom said she'd take them both. She brought them home. and I was the happiest kid on earth. My mom named them Fufi and Panther. Foofy, I don't know where her name came from. Panther had a pink nose. She was a Pink Panther. And eventually, just Panther. They were two sisters who loved and hated each other. They would look out for each other. They would also fight all the time. Like blood fights. Fighting. Clawing. It was a strange, gruesome relationship. Yeah, really Panther was my mom's dog. Fufi was mine. Fufi was beautiful. In lions, Happy face. She looked like a perfect bull terrier. Only skinnier because of the Maltese mixed in. Panther, who was more half and half, came out weird and scruffy looking. <laughs> Panther was smart. Fufi was dumb as shit. At least, we always thought she was dumb as shit. Whenever we called them, Panther would come right away. But Fufi wouldn't do anything. Panther would run back and get Fufi, and then they'd both come. It turned out that Fufi was deaf. Years later, Fufi died when a burglar was trying to break into our house. He pushed the gate over, and it fell on her back and broke her spine. We took her to the vet, and she had to be put down. After examining her, the vet came over and gave us the news. It must have been strange for your family living with a dog that was deaf, he said. What? You didn't know your dog was deaf? No, we thought it was stupid. That's when we realized that their whole lives, the one dog had been telling the other dog what to do somehow. The smart, hearing one was helping the dumb, deaf one. Foofy was the love of my life. Beautiful but stupid. I raised her. I thought he trained her. She slept in my bed. A dog is a great thing for a kid to have. It's like a bicycle with emotions. Foofy could do all sorts of tricks. She could jump super high. I mean, Foofy could jump. I could hold a piece of food out above my own head, and she'd leap up and grab it like it was nothing. If YouTube had been around, Foofy would have been a star. Foofy was a little rascal as well. During the day, we kept the dogs in the backyard, which was enclosed by a wall at least five feet high. After a while, every day we'd come home, and Fufi would be sitting outside the gate waiting for us. We were always confused. Was someone opening the gate? What was going on? It never occurred to us that she could actually scale a five-foot wall, but that was exactly what was happening. Every morning, Fufi would wait for us to leave, jump over the wall, and go roaming around the neighborhood. I caught her one day when I was home for the school holidays. My mom had left for work, and I was in the living room. Foofy didn't know I was there. She thought I was gone, because the car was gone. I heard Panther barking in the backyard, looked out, and there was Foofy, feeling the wall. She jumped, scampered up the last couple of feet, and then she was gone. I couldn't believe this was happening. I ran out front, grabbed my bicycle, and followed her to see where she was going. She went a long way, many streets over, to another part of the neighborhood. Then, she went up to this other house and jumped over their wall and into their backyard. What the hell was she doing? I went up to the gate and rang the doorbell. This colored kid answered. May I help you? He said. Yeah, my dog is in your yard. What? My dog, she's in your yard. Fufi walked up and stood between us. Foofy, come, I said. Let's go. The kid looked at Foofy and called her by some other stupid name. Spotty or some bullshit like that. Spotty, go back inside the house. Whoa, whoa, I said. Spotty, that's Foofy. No, that's my dog, Spotty. No, that's Foofy, my friend. No, this is Spotty. How could this be Spotty? She doesn't even have spots. You don't know what you're talking about. This is Spotty. Foofy! (laughs) Spotty, <laughs> Foofy. Yeah. Of course, since Foofy was deaf, she didn't respond to Spotty or Foofy. She just stood there. I started cursing the kid. Give me back my dog. I don't know who you are, he said, but you better get out of here. Well, they went you into the country. house, got his mom, and she came out. What do you want, she said. That's my dog. This is our dog. Go away. I started crying. Why are you stealing my dog? I turned to Fufi and begged her. Foofy, why are you doing this to me? Why, Fufi, why? I called to her. I begged her to come. Fufi was deaf to my pleas and everything else. I jumped onto my bike and raced home, tears running down my face. I loved Fufi so much. To see her with another boy acting like she didn't know me after I raised her, after all the nights we spent together,
0: I was <laughs> hot. Yeah, uh... That evening,
1: Fufi didn't come home. Because the other family thought I was coming to steal their dog, they had decided to lock her inside so she couldn't make it back the way she normally did to wait for us outside the fence. My mom got home from work. I was in tears. I told her Fufi had been kidnapped. We went back to the house. My mom rang the bell and confronted the mom. Look, this is our dog. This lady lied to my mom's face. This is not your dog. We bought this dog. You didn't buy the dog. It's our dog. They went back and forth. This woman wasn't budging. So we went home to get evidence, pictures of us with the dogs, certificates from the vets. I was crying the whole time, and my mom was losing her patience with me. Stop crying. Get the dog. Calm down. We gathered up our documentation and went back to the house. This time, we brought Panther with us as part of the proof. My mom showed this lady the pictures and the information from the vet. She still wouldn't give us Fufi. My mom threatened to call the police, It turned into a whole thing. Finally, my mom said, okay, I'll give you a hundred grand. Fine, the lady said. My mom gave her some money and she brought Fufi out. The other kid who, who was spotty had to watch his mother sell the dog he thought was his. Now he started crying, Spotty, no! Mom, you can't sell Spotty! I didn't care. I just wanted Foofy back. (laughs) Once Foofy saw Panther, she came right away. The dogs left with us and we walked. I sobbed the whole way home, still heartbroken. My mom had no time for my whining. Why are you crying? Because Foofy loves another boy. So, why would that hurt you? It didn't cost you anything. Fufi's here. She still loves you. She's still your dog. So get over it. Fufi was my first heartbreak. No one has ever betrayed me more than Fufi. It was a valuable lesson to me. The hard thing was understanding that Fufi wasn't cheating on me with another boy. She was merely living her life to the fullest. Until I knew that she was going out on her own during the day, her other relationship hadn't affected me at all. Fufi had no malicious intent. I believed. That Fufi was my dog. But of course, that wasn't true. Fufi was a dog. I was a boy. We got along well. She happened to live in my house. That experience shaped what I felt about relationships for the rest of my life. You do not own the thing that you love. I was lucky to learn that lesson at such a young age. I have so many friends who still as adults wrestle with feelings of betrayal. Come to me angry and crying and talking about... How they've been cheated on and lied to. And I feel for them. I understand what they're going through. I sit them them, buy them a drink, and I say, Friend, let me tell you the story. When I was 24 years old, one day, out of the blue, my mother said to me, You need to find your father. Why? I asked. At that point, I hadn't seen him in over 10 years and didn't think I'd ever see him again because he's a piece of you, she said. And if you don't find him, you won't find yourself. I don't need him for that, I said. I know who I am. It's not about knowing who you are. It's about him knowing who you are and you knowing who he is. Too many men grow up without their fathers. So they spend their lives with a false impression of who their father is and what a father should be. You need to find your father. You need to show him what you've become. You need to finish that story.
0: Such an amazing story of uh, Born a, born a climb by the ultimate comedian and host of the daily social distinction show Mr. Cheva Noah. Now, uh, I ain't gonna talk a lot about this because one, uh, it's his story to tell, not mine. So it's just gonna it's just gonna be like that. Um, uh, yeah. This was just a listening episode. Yeah, this is. I feel like I should do those things. eh? listening episodes. I pay credit. I pay credit all credits to all to to all the people I will be listening to that will be featuring on my on, on the podcast. They don't they won't know that they're featuring. They will just be uh seeing the effects of that featuring. So yeah. I think I have to do an intro with this because it's I'm going to post this. Yeah. So that was just uh what can I say? Uh the endings of the story of Born a Crime by Mr. Comedian Ultimate Icon and Philanthropist. I don't know, okay. I just wanted to put put in that word. Philanthropist and man of many languages and tribes and and abilities. Mr. Trevor Trevor. Noah that that's how it is anyways this was a listening part po- this this has a listening episode I think I'm gonna do more of these so that you know people can if you have never listened to so, to 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 you know to someone maybe they speaking facts like how, how Trevor is, uh yeah you guys can like take a listen or some something like that. Yeah. So this was just a listening episode, guys. Uh I hope you enjoyed uh, the listening, even though I just played you the last moments of uh of that uh born again game story. born uh, born I can born a crime story by Mr. Noah. Now I would uh implore you to go listen to the whole thing. yeah uh, I just I just I was playing it from YouTube. Um yeah, I was playing from YouTube. I was listening to it from yesterday till today. I just finished it. I was listening to it in part. I to it right. I mean, like, honestly. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the story of Bonnet Crime by Mr. Trevor Noah. I hope you will check it out uh, on YouTube. Or you can just check it out on those uh, streaming uh, platforms, uh, <clears throat> those in America. Those uh, yeah, those uh, streaming platforms, you know. Yeah, I don't know where you can catch it. I just caught it. I just happened to stumble upon it yesterday um on YouTube while I was busy scrolling looking for something to entice my um uh, my attention. Yeah, but yeah, you should really definitely go check it out, everybody. Um that was just the last part of it. Yeah, that was just the last part um, uh, of, uh, of him, yeah, so, yeah, definitely go check it out, and, uh, be sure while you're at YouTube, if you're gonna check it on YouTube, be sure to also check my channel, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, be sure to also check my channel, I do a lot of various things, mostly, mostly similar to what I do on the, on the, on the podcast, but, yeah, in a visual format, of course, but, yeah, um, so remember thursdays is podcast tuesdays is youtube so be sure to turn on that notification and uh, subscribe to the channel leave a comment by right? people if you don't know it, uh, this about me i love commenting i love commenting on videos that i feel needed my comments yeah you can probably ask the person that I every single time I watch her video. Maybe I think only like three or two videos of hers that I've not commented. But you should definitely ask Horata to check. I like Horata, Horata K. Her channel, I am always commenting on that channel. And let Lissady Sarama, Naomi Nat, and a few others. I comment because. I feel i want to leave my comment on those so please do comment on my videos do subscribe do share it if you want it to be shared or if you just want to watch it on yourself then it's fine but be sure to like and subscribe yeah so yeah so as usual i'll link my uh my link tree I have a link tree guys I have a link tree hey <laughs> yeah it is I have a link tree um I have a link tree and uh yeah my social medias are there but it's fine I'll link them if you if no I'll use the link tree I get the link to take you to those links and then you press on those links but yeah so yeah that's uh that's that's the listening episode uh thank you very much. For checking out my podcast, I'm thankful for you every single day. You get, you you allow me to, 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 to speak to, pretty much. Uh, so, catch you guys next week, Thursday. Stay safe, stay fresh, and most importantly, say beautiful. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm shouting, but yeah. Bye.